Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, Richie V, Mr. Call Screener, El Conservador, and we are here 17 blocks away from Madison Square Garden in New York City. Get at me on the social media, at Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez on all the social media. And we're going to talk about Congressman Jim Jordan, the Judiciary Committee, and January 6th. A lot of drama with that. Plus, you got some other headlines that are out there. Project Veritas has exposed a second pedophilia scandal involving a CNN producer. Again. Plus, Donaldus Magnus El Trompito, the 45th president of these United States, he's beat out Joe Biden on a list of the world's most admired men. This is according to the Inter... Nope. Independent Journal Review. Trump beats out Biden on the list. New survey of the most admired men in the world added President Joe Biden to its ranks for the first time below former President Donald Trump. Well, kudos to you, El Trompito. They surveyed 42,000 people in 38 countries and territories in their bid to create the list of the most admired men and women in the world. For the second year in a row, former President Barack Obama took the top spot of most admired man, followed by Bill Gates, Chinese President Xi Jinping, and Portuguese soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Good old Elon Musk, who we talked about in the last episode of This Is America, he came in sixth place. All right. Top 10. Not a bunch of heroes. Barack Obama, Bill Gates, Xi Jinping, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jackie Chan, Elon Musk, Lionel Messi, Narendra Modi, Vladimir Putin, and Jack Ma. Let me tell you, this is a messed up list. Trump's at 13. We're not doing too good here. Anyway, welcome to the program, everybody. I want to talk about what happened to Jim Jordan and other people, Mark Meadows, as well as um, some of the hosts at Fox News, whose text messages to Mark Meadows were subpoenaed and read as part of the record. And it turns out that the one from Congressman Jim Jordan, well, this one actually was doctored. That's right. This is according to Sean Davis in The Federalist. He says that during the January 6th hearing, shift doctored text messages between Mark Meadows and Representative Jim Jordan. Wow. Doesn't surprise me in the least. Davis writes, oops, he did it again after leaking fake Donald Trump Jr. emails, fabricating the transcripts of a 2019 phone call between former President Donald Trump and Ukraine's president and lying about his interactions with so-called whistleblowers behind the Democrats' first impeachment of Donald Trump. Representative Adam Schiff of California is now running the same con against a fellow lawmaker. During a hearing on Monday on the riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, Adam Schiff claimed to have proof that a member of Congress texted former White House chief Mark Meadows to instruct former Vice President Mike Pence to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. Now, not only did Schiff 
misrepresent the substance of the text message and its source. He even doctored original text messages which were obtained and reviewed by the Federalists in their entirety. And there's a couple of videos on here. I'll tweet out this article so that you could uh, take a look at it on your own time. But one of the things that he did was added a period here, added some text there. Now, what's interesting here is that Jim Jordan was forwarding a text message. So it looked like it was coming from him, but it had an attachment. And he messed around with the attachment and the the uh, legal opinion because he was forwarding a legal opinion regarding what Mike Pence was and wasn't able to do. And this got blown totally out of proportion. So we're going to get into that when we have Congressman Jim Jordan on in the next segment in just a couple of minutes. But I want to talk about this piece in Newsweek. Now, this is written by Derek Roche, and it doesn't say opinion on it anywhere. It does say politics. It's in Newsweek.com. I find it the headline. Remarkable. Jim Jordan is a traitor, quote unquote, over Mark Meadows' text, says fellow congressman. Democrat Representative Ruben Gallego has called Representative Jim Jordan a traitor to the Constitution. This comes after Jordan's office confirmed that he did send a text message to former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows about the Electoral College votes on January 6th and what the legality was around rejecting them. Gallego, who represents Arizona's 7th District, told MSNBC on Wednesday that a slow-moving coup was still uh, taking place. Wow. It's unbelievable how they throw the rhetoric around. The message released by the committee was originally attributed to an unnamed lawmaker and read on January 26th, excuse me, on January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as president of the Senate, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes at all. Take three. My mouth doesn't work. Gallego told MSNBC, look, Jim Jordan's a traitor. He's a traitor to the Constitution of the United States. He's been a traitor to the Constitution of the United States for quite a while. And now we actually have it in text. This is the type of maligning that they do in Congress. They're trying to get out in front of the story because truly the traitor here is the liar, Adam Schiff, who is fake, who's phony, who is fraud, who doctored these things. Now, not only did Schiff lie about the substance of the text message and its source, he even doctored the message and graphic that he displayed on the screen during his statement. This is according to Sean Davis. The full text message, which was forwarded to Meadows from Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio on the evening of Monday, January 5th, was significantly longer than what Schiff read and put on the screen. But Schiff erased significant portions of the text and added punctuation where there was none to give the impression that Jordan himself was tersely directing Meadows to give orders to Pence on how to handle the electoral vote certification. Wow. And I'll get into this a little bit more when we have Jim Jordan on the line. And before I do that, I just want to check in with one of our sponsors, which is Noom, you know, confidentially. When it's not McDonald's, it's White Castle, where I like to do my stress eating in the middle of the night. But I've been managing that stuff with Noom.com slash This Is America. Go to that website, check it out. If you want to have a trial of the actual app so you can uh, get a personalized feel for it, you get a coach. This is an app, so you can do this anytime, anywhere. You can empower yourself with these tools. There's articles, there's logging of your meals, there's logging of your hydration. You can even log your mood so you can figure out the best way and the best approach to stay focused on what you got to stay focused on. Noom was developed by experts, psychologists that know what they're doing, and you get a personal coach along with it. What are you waiting for? Check out your own personalized trial at noom.com slash this is America. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash this is America. Noom, Nancy, Oscar, Oscar, Mary dot com slash this is America. 
Check it out on the website. Get your own trial and keep it locked right here because straight ahead, Jim Jordan. This is America. In times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter, JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. JustFacts.com slash rich. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. The 45th president, Donald Trump, thinks it's an honor to speak with Rich Valdez. Oh, very good. Mr. Call Screener. Yeah. Oh, it's an honor. Thanks, Rich. The honor is all yours. Conservative talk with a dash of sofrito. Now, here's Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez on all the social media. And as promised, we're going to connect with Congressman Jim Jordan. We're going to get the scoop on what's going on, how Adam Schiff, Schiff for Brains, is uh, screwing the pooch here, making stuff up, making something out of nothing. And uh, we're also going to talk about the amazing book that Congressman Jordan has out right now. Make sure you get a copy. It's Christmas and you don't want to miss it. It's Do What You Said You Would Do by Congressman Jim Jordan. And Congressman Jim Jordan, welcome to This Is America. Uh, good to be with you, Rich. Thanks, uh, thanks for all you do for the cause of freedom. We appreciate it. Amen to that, brother. So, you know, I've learned from my mentors in radio to really let the guests do the talking because I do enough talking <laughs> on my own. But there's this piece in The Federalist that kind of breaks down how Adam Schiff really faked everything that we were seeing with these text messages and, and the actual context mm-hmm. of it. So I figured rather than, you know, read the articles, and I will delve into that, but I think nobody knows it better than you. So let's jump right in. Start us from the beginning. Well, I, th- I think the key thing is after Sean Davis did his story where he indicated that uh, Adam Schiff changed the text message, only reported part of it, changed the punctuation, made it seem to be something that it wa- was not, 
because what I had done is I'd, I'd forwarded a text message onto Mark Meadows from a, a respected lawyer in, in D.C. on uh, what, what maybe could happen on January 6th relative to the vice president when we were, were counting electors. Mm-hmm. And I forwarded that to, to Mark, and Adam Schiff just took a small part of it, changed it, and presented it as if that was the entire text message. And what was interesting is shortly after Mr. Davis's article was out there, was public, there was a statement issued by the select committee, and the statement said the select committee is responsible for and regrets the error, which is government speak for <laughs> we got caught altering a document. We got caught misleading the American people. Uh, I mean, that, that's government speak. And I always point to this is not the first time they've done it, Rich. Remember when five years ago the Comey FBI mm-hmm. went to the FISA court and they altered the FBI lawyer, Mr. Kleinsmith, altered a document that they took to the court so they could get a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. So this is how the left operates, and it's why they're so dangerous, why it's so scary, all the norms and precedents they are breaking. Um, and they, they, got, they got caught red-handed yesterday. So the, the takeaway is, I think, real simple. How can you trust anything from this committee? You know, when a prosecutor, when a prosecutor lies in a courtroom, case over, game over. That, that you can't trust anything else. So this is the same with this. Who can trust anything this committee is going to do and believe uh, going forward? Now, you know, uh, Congressman Jordan, I think that one of the most insidious individuals in Washington is Schiff. And some people challenge me on this, but I think that he has this inane ability to actually lie and, and get people to believe him. Well, I mean, this is the pattern of the left. I pointed this out on the House floor a couple of days ago. You know, 10 years ago, it was the IRS uh, 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 lying and misleading and targeting conservatives. Five years ago was what I just described. It was the FBI uh, targeting uh, uh, President uh, Trump and his campaign, spying on his campaign. Two months ago, it was the Department of Justice uh, empowering the counterterrorism division at the FBI to go out and spy on, on moms and dads showing mm-hmm. up at school board meetings, uh, putting this threat tag on parents. Two days ago, it was uh, the Congress destroying, Democrats in Congress destroying executive privilege and trying to put a good man, Mark Meadows, in prison, holding him in criminal contempt. I mean, this is the pattern. And then we find out yesterday, oh, they were misleading the American people, falsifying a document that they were presenting to the, to the country. This is the left, and, and it's again, it's why it's so dangerous to have Democrats in control, because this is the pattern that they weaponize government to come after their political enemies, and it's never supposed to be that way in America. You know, some of the criticism that uh, I get from folks in talk radio land is that the Republicans don't fight back, and of course it's never about you. You and a handful of others uh, are the, the fight-back crew. You know, you guys started the Freedom Caucus, but you should have called it the fight-back crew because you're always out there fighting for liberty, <laughs> fighting for America, and thank you and God bless you for doing it. But, but I, I look at this and I think um, the reason they feel that way is because guys like Adam Schiff do these things seemingly with impunity, and nothing ever happens. They falsify a document. The American people are watching, and they're saying, scratching their heads, what's going to happen to Adam Schiff? No, I know. That is the most frustrating. I got a question about this last night. We are back here in, in, our, in our district, and I was, uh, we had a, there was a big event last night, about 700 people. I got a question about this there. Uh, it, it, the question is, when is someone going to jail? They always used to ask me, and it was you know, in reference to Comey, McCabe, and Strzok, and Page, and all that they were doing to President Trump and all the spying that took place. And it, it is... So frustrating because everything seems backward. It's, it's a double standard, and when, when Democrats have control of the Justice Department, they trap people and, and, and go after people in a completely unfair way like they did Michael Flynn, like they're trying to do to Mark Meadows as we speak. 
And yet when they get caught doing stuff like Lois Lerner, like McCabe and Strzok and Page and all these people, nothing ever seems to happen to them. So, again, and that's not going to change again until we get President Trump back in the White House in in 24 when he wins that election, um, which I think he's going to do. And then you get an attorney general who's going to hold people accountable. So um, we'll see what happens on the one issue as as kind of an aside here. We'll see what happens with the Durham report, and what Mr. Durham is going to do. He has prosecuted a couple people. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah. And, you know, I, w- I want to read this expert excerpt from uh, Sean Davis's article. It says the original text was written by Washington attorney, former Department of the Defense Inspector General Joseph Schmitz, and included an attachment of a four page draft word document drafted by Schmitz that detailed Schmitz's yep. legal reasoning for suggesting that Pence had the constitutional authority to object to the certification of electoral votes submitted by a handful of states. The piece that Schmitz had sent to Jordan was published at the website every legal vote dot vote the next day and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes on to say that, you know, this was a discussion yeah. draft, but yet he prints this as if it's your words. It was a forward. And I think people are missing that yeah. part of the story. You forwarded this legal document and, and somehow you're the bad guy. Yeah. I forwarded the, the, the summation of it. It was, I think like two or three paragraphs. So I forwarded that to, uh, to Mark Meadows and Adam Schiff took the first sentence, changed that punctuation at the end, and and presented as if that was a standalone text. So, um, you know, that's but but this is uh, it shouldn't surprise us. It's uh, anyone who um, can can say that we don't have a right to know who the so-called whistleblower was during the impeachment and can run impeachment hearings in the bunker uh, in the basement of the United States Capitol hearings and depositions that the American people were not allowed to see. Anyone who can, who, who can do that, I guess we shouldn't be surprised when they're going to change documents and, and present that to the American people. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Now, I guess switching gears a, a little bit, uh, and of course, folks, we're on with Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio District 4. He's the author of the brand new book, Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp, hardcover. It's out. Get two copies for Christmas. Give one as a gift. Uh, Congressman Jordan, what do you think uh, is the outcome here? Do you think that they're going to get what they want to get? I think ultimately they want to have a criminal prosecution against former President Trump. Do you think that this is actually going to happen? Well, it's ridiculous. Everything's ridiculous. President Trump didn't do anything wrong. No one did anything wrong except the wrongdoers who 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 attacked folks and 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 and, and entered the Capitol and destroyed destroyed uh, parts of the of the Capitol. And guess what? They've been held accountable. So uh, and that's how it should be. The FBI's done an investigation. They said there was no planning, no conspiracy here. I mean, it, it, so this is all ridiculous, but it's all about politics. And we'll, we'll see how um, we'll see what happens. But I just keep coming back to how can you believe anything? Republicans weren't permitted to serve on the committee that, they, that the lead, uh, Republican leader wanted. Um, this is a complete partisan committee that we now have caught falsifying and altering documents and presenting them to the American people. I mean, I don't know how you can believe anything they do as they move forward. I think the American people uh, want us to actually focus on all the other problems that the Biden administration has created. But the Democrats seem to just want to focus on this because because, frankly, they can't talk about all the other things because they're they're also bad. So let's switch it up. Let's say let's get rid of these Democrats. Let's have a Republican majority. How does that Republican majority look? Uh, I'm not one of those that says we're going to have a red wave. I, I want a red wave. I just I, you know, I don't take any election for granted. I think there's a lot of no. hard work ahead of us and there's a very unscrupulous, dishonest people that we're going up against. So uh, how do you yeah. see this this panning out? I mean, uh, I think 
Uh, McCarthy is a California Republican that I have respect for that's doing the job. Uh, but a lot of mm-hmm. people are very critical of him, saying that he doesn't do enough of the job and they want somebody like you, somebody like Gates. Um, how does this how do the chips fall? You're Jim Jordan. What say you? Well, well, I, I think I, I do think we can win back. You're right. We shouldn't be overconfident. Never want to be overconfident in any type of competition. You want to you want to focus on the goal, the goal to, to win back the majority. I think Kevin has done a good job of keeping our team together. I think he's going to be the speaker. And when we win, it's going to be tough to get anything signed into law, but we should still pass what we think is important to show the American people what we're for and that we're doing what we said. Joe Biden will veto it, but we should pass up to limit, big, to take away big tech uh, immunity, their liability immunity for, for, for one. That, that, that's something that Judiciary Committee and, and Energy and Commerce Committee can work on. But the, what we can do that doesn't require Joe Biden's signature is do the kind of oversight investigations you're supposed to do in Congress. Not this January 6th baloney, but stuff you're supposed to do. Like, why was American tax dollars being sent to a lab in China where gain-of-function mm-hmm. research was happening? We need that. That should be the number one study we do with Dr. Fauci subpoena for documents, not redacted stuff that we're getting now that, 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 that's out there, but stuff that we can get as the majority party who can do subpoenas and get Dr. Fauci back in to testify several times in front of the House Judiciary and House Oversight Committees. We should look into this issue. Why in the, in the heck is the Department of Justice still hasn't rescinded this memo that Merrick Garland put out talking about uh, a, a task force to look into parents and this threat tag label we got from a whistleblower who came forward in the, and, and told us what the FBI was doing with this memo that went out, this email that went out to, to agents around the country. So those are a couple key investigations that the Judiciary Committee will be involved in that we need to do and really focus in on those kind of things if, in fact, we get the majority. Excellent. Well, uh, stick with us. I want to jump into the book Straight ahead, we're going to talk about the brand new book by Congressman Jordan, Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. Don't move a muscle. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. He's Congressman Jim Jordan. Don't move a muscle. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America. He's making podcasting great again. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S at Rich Valdez on all the social media. And we're still here with Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, He's pretty much told us that he's confident that we can get it done, but he's not taking it for granted. Spoken like a true wrestling coach. And I want to jump right into this book. The book is Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. It's a hardcover. It's out right now. Get two copies on Amazon. If you hate Amazon, find somewhere else to buy it, but make sure you buy one and buy one for a gift. 
Congressman Jim Jordan, welcome back. Tell us about the impetus. Yes, sir. Um, tell me about what, what got you going. What made you want to write this book? Well, it's really the, the, the title. Uh, I always say I think we, we make this job too complicated. What, what did you tell the voters you were going to do when, when you put your name on the ballot and you ran for office and you went out and talked with them and campaigned? If, in fact, you win, they give you the privilege of serving them and serving in the United States Congress. Do what you told them you were going to do. Do what you said. And uh, so I, I, I focus in on that, and frankly, I point out times where we didn't and where the Freedom Caucus made decisions to change the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Uh, and I take them behind the scenes. I, I think your your listeners will will appreciate it because it, it it puts them it puts them in in Congress and behind the scenes and how it happens, both in in the committee work that that I get the privilege of doing. I've, I've had the privilege of being involved in just about every major investigation that's happened around there. The IRS investigation a few years ago. The, I was on the Benghazi Select Committee, then the impeachment investigation, of course. And so um, uh, we take them there, and then I I do point out a lot of. Uh, the, the privilege I had to work with President Trump, who more than any, more than anyone, did what he said he was going to do and accomplished more as president than probably any president we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And he did it with everyone against him. Rich, I mean, you think about it. Every Democrat was against him. Everyone in the mainstream press was against him. Everyone in the bureaucracy was against him. And a bunch of Republicans mm-hmm. were against him. And in spite of that, built the wall, cut taxes, reduced regulations, greatest economy, put three conservatives on the highest court, got out of the Iran deal, put the embassy in Jerusalem, and on and on we could go. That, that is a leader, and, and so I talk a lot about that as well. And, 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 and some of the stories, you know, one of, one of the stories I tell in there, we were talking, just talking about Adam Schiff, was during the impeachment, and it was the day that Gates and Scalise and some others uh, uh, stormed the bunker, as, as it was called. They walked into the, <laughs> to the, to the hearing room, and Schiff tried to kick them out, and they wouldn't leave, and then Schiff gaveled the, the deposition uh, closed and asked me to come to his office and talk to him. So I come up to his office. He says, Jim, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get these guys out of there. I said, I'm not the chairman. You are. <laughs> and frankly, I'm kind of glad they're here. You want him, you want him out, you do it. And then he was, then he threatened us and said, well, this, there could be ethics concerns. And I'm like, well, I'll go tell the guys, but I don't think they're leaving. I'm glad they're here. And, and, and so I, I walk them through stories like that as well in the book. And so it's a quick read. I think your, I think your listeners will, uh, will really enjoy it. And, and of course, I talk about how great this country is and what the left is trying to do to uh, that I think is just so harmful to the values and principles that make us the, the best country ever. Well, you know, you're lucky that they didn't call that when you uh, stormed the Bastille, they, that they didn't call it an insurrection that day. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, the, 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 these text messages that came out recently, it's like, you know, how can when, when you have people saying, you know, we got to we got to we got to get the National Guard. Different things are, if, it, if it was a planned thing, why are we have that going on? I mean, this is like it's so crazy. Everyone knows this was no, there was no plan. This, 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 the, 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 this, there was a, some people who did some some terrible things and they're being held accountable. I think there's been like 600 prosecutions. So um, that's that's how it works. But but, you know, these guys are all about politics, all about attacking their political enemies. And unfortunately, I think they're all about destroying the First Amendment because really what they want is they don't want people um, they don't want people speaking now. And it's it's scary. Today's left, as, as I've said before, they um, they, they, they it, it, you can't have a debate. Today's left says, if you don't agree with me, you're not allowed to talk. And if you try, we're going to call you a racist and we're going to try to cancel you. And that is the scariest thing I see happening and what we have to really push back against. 
Yeah, it's it's a, a, like a battle against heterodoxy and free thought and even free speech. Where if you if you don't believe what we what we believe, you're, you're the enemy. Yeah, it's yeah. a horrible thing. Now, Congressman Jordan, sure I was is. looking at this uh, excerpt from your book, and again, the book, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you get it. It's "Do What You Said You Would Do," Congressman Jim Jordan. It's available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Uh, it's a story about. Uh, you waking up in October of 2020 and going through this crazy rigmarole of being a congressman, being in your district, being in the swamp, being all over the place, doing the fundraisers, running here and there, and your phone is blowing up and you're getting all these messages and you decided to check the messages. Tell us what happened. Yeah, that was that was the day we learned that, uh, that, that President Trump had, had, had COVID. And it was, um, I, rem- I remember, because Russell dies as our, our media guy, and, he, and we talk all the time. Uh, several times a day, um, but he's never called me, you know, after midnight or early in the morning, but he was calling me. And of course he, he told me that and I was scheduled to go on Fox and just, it just, it just reflected how everything, how COVID so dominated um, the year 2020 and frankly, since then. Um, uh, so it's, it, it, and I, and I walk him through that, I walk him through what we were thinking about and how the politics of that um, was, was, was so had such an effect on everything because remember it was it was it was the virus that became the pretext for Democrats to unconstitutionally change the election laws. I mean, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. they they use COVID as the reason to say, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna change election day from ending at eight o'clock on Tuesday. It now ends at five o'clock on Friday." They just extended the election, and here's the unconstitutional part, Rich. They didn't go through the general assembly. They didn't go through the legislature as the Constitution requires. Exactly. They just said, we're just going to do it. State Supreme Court controlled by Democrats, so we're just going to do it. And then you had the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania say, well, we're also going to, even though the state law says you have to have signature verification for, for, for voters, we're just going to not have that for all the mail-in ballots because of COVID. Like, you can't do that. that. That's unconstitutionally changing election law. It has to. Time, place, and manner of elections is determined by state legislatures. That's right in our Constitution. So that was the concern. But this I, I get started on, in that chapter on why uh, on the impact COVID's had and what it's done to our liberties over the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I write about that a, a, a lot as well. You know, you had churches in California that couldn't have choirs in the name of COVID. You've got people losing their jobs in New York and so many other places in the name of COVID yep. and this vaccine. Yep. And there's just so much attached to COVID that it makes you think, will we ever get past it? Yeah, we have to. And you're right. Every right we have under the First Amendment has been assaulted um, over the last year. And you have a guy like Dr. Fauci saying, uh, you know, give up your, your freedom for the greater good. That is frightening language from a guy who's never put his name on a ballot, never stood for election. I mean, I asked this in a committee hearing two weeks ago. I said, Dr. Fauci, ever get elected to anything? And, it's, and, he, and, and of course, he hasn't. But yet he is he is running things and it is that that is not how it's supposed to work i mean as you point out there are still congregations in in uh, still still churches uh, in the country today where the full congregation can't meet on sunday morning in america i mean you you're, you're right to assemble I, I tell this story seven months ago uh, i spoke to the new mexico republican party in amarillo texas because they had to go to texas <laughs> wow. to assemble because they couldn't even do it in their own darn state and that, that, that is – and on and on, and we know what they've done to speech, what they're trying to do to your, your speech, right? So every liberty you have under the First Amendment has been attacked, and it's, uh, it's again, why what you're doing is so important and why we all have to speak out and stop this uh, 
and make sure in the next election you elect people who actually believe in the Constitution and the First Amendment. Yes. Well, thank you. And likewise, the book is Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. Get a couple of copies. Give one out for Christmas. Give one to a liberal friend. That'll drive them absolutely crazy because one of the beautiful (laughs) things about the written word is that you can't really fight back against it. You just have to put the book down. And most people, even if they hate it, they're going to read it just to get more angry. Anyway, Congressman Jim Jordan, final word to you. Thank you so much, and and, and God bless you. Have a great uh, Christmas and holiday season. You too. All right, that's Congressman Jim Jordan. I am Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. This is America. Para Inglés, o primal número dos. Para Rich Valdez. Y esto es America. Ahora. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S. And in my headphones, I hear like a little uh, robotic kind of sound. If you're hearing that, let me know. If not, then um, we're good to go. It's just in my headset. But I want to talk about what happened with Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe and his latest findings, because this stuff, I think, is pretty interesting, right? O'Keefe has now blown the lid off of this new story of a CNN producer being involved in this crazy uh, sexual escapade. And this is in the post-millennial headline. Project Veritas reveals another pedophilia scandal involving a CNN producer. The source told the outlet that she felt disgusted and felt the need to come forward because these people with power seem to get away with it. Let's get to the bottom of this. On Wednesday night, Project Veritas published graphic texts and videos of a CNN producer fantasizing about molesting his fiance's daughter. According to the outlet, one text exchange featured the producer telling the source how his fiance's daughter was wearing very closely cut bottoms at the pool before graphically describing how he could see the outline of her genitals. What a creep. Listen to this. Coming on the heels of last week's arrest of CNN producer John Griffin on multiple counts of trying to elicit unlawful sexual activity with minors, the subject of our story is another CNN producer whom had an ongoing relationship with our source for over a decade. My name is Jeanine Bonani, and I'm currently a case manager for human trafficking victims, as well as domestic violence and sexual assault. That's his fiance's child. Uh, He sent me a photo of uh, his daughter. It was not pornographic. And as you were getting these text messages, what was going through your your mind? I feel disgusting. Mm -hmm. I feel dirty. And I, I reply, it, you know, it's, it's your girl's kid, like your girlfriend's kid. Usually every time we text, it's always about him wanting to see me and the stepdaughter together. That's disgusting. Now, this CNN producer also allegedly solicited sexually explicit photos of the stepdaughter, and she's underage. The messages and videos were allegedly obtained by a woman who was involved in a relationship with the CNN producer for over a decade. And that's the woman that you heard talking, Janine Banani. She goes on to explain to O'Keefe that he sent her a text saying, I love that she's getting hot. I want to taste how wet she makes you. And he's still talking about who his second daughter, who's 14 years old, and even about her own daughter. Listen to this. But I do have a recording of him on the phone. I'm still on phone having my mouth on her. I'm going to walk up and put my pouch very close to her face. Slowly. Zip my zipper and just guide her head a little closer. And I'm just going to have her kiss the head. And I'm going to put her hand around it so she can feel that hard flesh feel 
And that was just my way to, you know, get him face to face so I can actually have proof of words coming out of his mouth. This man's mouth is disgusting. His mind is disgusting. His soul is disgusting. I'm so proud of O'Keefe and Project Veritas for doing real journalism to bring justice to this situation. And hopefully they will, because this, in my opinion, is out of control. Let's continue. He sent me a text saying, I love, I love that she is getting hot. Uh, I want to taste how wet she makes you. And he's talking about who? His stepdaughter, who's 14 years old. Even about my daughter, he, he's asked for things, and it has infuriated Your me. daughter? My daughter. How old is your daughter? 15. We're looking at a text message. Could you tell us what this means? He said, so I'm not getting mother-daughter nudes uh, for, for this help. And when he says this help, he sent me money. He thinks, because you sent me money, you're going to get a nude photo of me and my daughter. Are you insane? I do not want this girl to be a victim. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a detective. These people with power seem to get away with things. I just want this kid to be safe. Absolutely. I mean, this is absolutely out of control. Now, Project Veritas went on to say that they have contacted the authorities and then to ensure the safety of the children reached out to their mother. Veritas also contacted CNN to inform one of uh, them about these allegations and request a comment, but did not receive any response. Oh, no kidding. You know, supposing this stuff is all on the level, CNN's going to really have a lot of damage control to take care of, to say the least. Now, these new allegations come after the arrest of former CNN employee John Griffin, who we spoke about in the uh, previous podcast. So make sure you check that out. This is America with Rich Valdez. Hit subscribe, drop a comment and uh, leave a review as well if you can. And he's been charged with three counts of using a facility of of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. Absolutely horrific. This is the problem that we face when we run away from God, when the battle of good versus evil goes a little bit further towards the evil side. And when evil starts to win, this is what it looks like. Little kids are getting hurt. Entire institutions, classrooms, uh, universities, kindergartens. You've heard these teachers. If you listen to the last episode, you heard about these teachers who are constantly barraging their children in their classrooms, our children, their students, with information about being transsexual, with being homosexual, this overarching theme of sexuality constantly being introduced. This is what we're facing right now. Now, not the least of this is also what we just saw with Congressman Jim Jordan. Had nothing to do with sex, just had to do with being evil. With Congressman Adam Schiff doctoring stuff so he can try to get his way and manipulate people. They don't care to lie. They don't care to cheat. They will do whatever they got to do to win. And when you're dealing with an enemy that way, and trust me, these are enemies. I don't believe that the left is our enemy, per se. I think leftist ideology is our enemy. But when you have actors that are this far, people that are being pedophiles, people that are actual criminals in Congress, these are enemies of the United States, an enemy of the people. Trump said it was the media. I say that it's the criminal Congress people in our own government, those that are Marxist adherents and communist sympathizers that are working to bring down America in the name of America. That's the biggest danger that we're facing. They say it's a white supremacist or COVID or whatever it is. I disagree, but it's up to you. It's up to me to stand up, to protect these children, to protect our institutions, to protect America. And I don't mean necessarily physically, but if so, so be it. Once it's gone, we're not getting it back.
this isn't a ship. If we let this ship sink, we can't uh, just resurrect it. You've got to plug the holes and save it now. Otherwise, it's over. And it's not a ship. It's a country. It's our society. It's Western civilization. That's what's on the line. That's why I always quote Hamilton. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And Sir Edmund Burke and Lord Acton and others who've said, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to sit there and do nothing. So don't sit there and do nothing. Do something. Take action. Help Veritas. Help your local campaign. Become your local campaign. Replace your congressperson with yourself. Nobody said that you can't run for Congress. Nobody said you can't run for the school board. Nobody said you can't switch careers and become a teacher and get into the classroom, get inside this machinery, because these are the types of changes we need to make. If you don't like what's happening in the media, get on the radio, get on TV, do what you got to do. I know, easier said than done, but everybody's got to start somewhere. Hasta la próxima. Until next time, America, make sure you uh, subscribe, like, share, all that fun stuff. And uh, I want you to have a tremendous Christmas. Make sure you tune in to the Mark Levin Show on Friday because we're going to be guest hosting that show. So make sure you give us a call and participate in that national conversation. Plus, tune in to WPHT over the weekend. We're going to be doing that as well. And always at richvaldez.com and at richvaldez with an S on all the social media. Until the next time, I am Rich Valdez and this is America. This is America. times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter, JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. JustFacts.com slash rich.